We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, my precious friend, you sweet soul. I'm so happy to be just in your energy field and feeling your presence in my life right now. So incredibly honored. So, you know, years ago, I struggled a lot with my health, you know, um, colds, flus, upper respiratory stuff. And um, my teachers, they said, Tammy, you've been sick for quite a while. I said, I really have felt awful. It's like four months of this bronchitis thing. And I don't know if you can relate to this, having those colds and, and flus pretty consistently. And they said to me, it is because you have some unexpressed grief. I thought, hmm, that's weird. I mean, I went to the doctor and I was told I needed antibiotics, but what do you mean? I have unexpressed grief. And it was interesting because as I said that, I started to feel, you know, the pinprick of tears behind your eyes. It started to provoke that sense that I could cry. And I said to them, but I don't know why or what the grief would be about. And they said, you know, it doesn't matter. You just need to give yourself permission to let the tears flow. And it occurred to me, I probably hadn't cried, like really cried in maybe 10 or 15 years. And I took some pride in that. I thought I was strong. I thought I was stoic. In fact, my ex-fiance would call me an ice queen, and I thought that was a compliment. But I think when we don't give ourselves permission to deeply feel and express our feelings, we will suffer. You know, the word disease, dis-ease, unease. It's when we're uneasy within ourselves that we can start to experience physical symptoms. And if you're familiar with Louise Hay's book at all, You Can Heal Your Life, she goes into how unexpressed or stuffed emotions can start to show up in our physical bodies and our health from ingrown toenails to cancer, from colds to flus to bruises. So I really believe as we start allowing our feelings as we start giving expression to the truth of how we feel, we can start to heal up physically, mentally, emotionally, and line up more congruently spiritually. So the truest truth is if we're human, there's no way to avoid hurt and heartbreak. We are on this planet, free will and choice and separation and being separate from our creator and from love, it hurts. And to deny that it hurts, it's like being an ostrich who buries their head in the sand. And many of us were taught to do this. Many of us were told to disconnect from our feelings. You know, little boys are, are often told, you know, big boys don't cry. And we're encouraged to disconnect from our feelings. You know, most likely because our parents were encouraged to disconnect from their feelings. And often little girls are told not to show their anger. 
It's like anger is not an acceptable emotion for little girls. And if you were like me, my parents would often say, I don't care what you think or you feel, you do what you're told. So I was really um, encouraged or told to disconnect from my feelings very early on. So when we disconnect from our feelings, we lose one of our primary senses to navigate in this world. It's sort of like our sight being taken away or our hearing being taken away. When we are um, encouraged to disconnect from our feelings, we lose something really vital as far as knowing who we are and knowing how just to get around on the planet. We shut down to our intuition when we lose touch with our feelings. We um, pinch off to our inspiration. We lose our inner compass. The bottom line is we cannot know ourselves if we are not deeply in touch with our feelings. And we can't go from being completely disconnected to our feelings to having an intimate, authentic, gracious and grateful relationship with them all at once. It took me a while to come back home to my feeling sense, to invite them back in. And it started as a slow process. And it started when my teacher said that to me, Tammy, I think you have a lot of unexpressed grief. And I said, what do I do? What do I do with this? How do I start this process? And they suggested a very interesting exercise. And if this at all resonates for you, I highly encourage and invite you to try it on. They said, okay, I want you to go buy some onions, preferably organic onions, you know, like big yellow or big yellow onions, <clears throat> and then chop them up. And this is almost a ceremony. So you, you can um, light a candle, set intentions for the... Um, highest or deepest possible healing, whatever you want your personal intentions to be, maybe write them down and light a candle. The subconscious mind loves ceremony. It's an incredibly healing process. So you chop the onions up and then you can put them on a piece of cloth, like warm um, cheesecloth or like felt. I used warm water chop them up, put them in there and make a poultice of them. And then maybe you want to put like a, a hair tie or rubber band or tie the um, fabric together so that now you're able to lay this um, poultice and cloth on your chest and just maybe lay down somewhere. It could be on your bed or it could be on your living room floor, bedroom floor, wherever you have some privacy and just breathe deeply and allow the fumes of the onions to start to provoke some tears. And you may not, you may find it's not long before the tears that were encouraged by onions start to provoke some deeper feeling. And it can start to uncork, if you will, any repressed sadness or any suppressed grief. And then you just give yourself permission to ride the wave and let the tears flow. It is said tears are the healing balm to the soul. And it's sort of if you imagine an environment where there's a lot of 
smoke and debris in the environment, a lot of pollution. And then a really good rain comes. And it just clears the atmosphere, just cleans it up and it clears it out. That's what the tears do for us. So to be able to allow ourselves the process, give ourselves permission to cry the tears, it really can start to heal us, bring healing, usher in healing from the divine into our hearts and clean us up, clear us out from the inside out. When we have suppressed grief, when we have unexpressed feelings or emotion, it's like wearing a prescription lens that's not your prescription. You can't see things clearly. You aren't in touch with your deeper nature and your truer truth. And life hurts. Life hurts from this um, stance. So to give yourself permission to cry your tears and perhaps you don't even need the onions. Perhaps this conversation can start the permission process, if you will. And the next time you feel the pinprick of tears behind your eyes, you don't feel like, oh, I have to stuff this down. I have to squelch this. I have to ignore, deny this. Just give yourself permission to allow them to come up and out of you. You know, tears are very mysterious from the perspective of science. There are tears that are shed that come from a place of sadness or grief and they have a different chemical in them than ones that are just provoked from say onions. The onions can start the process, but then the tears that have that chemical, that clearing and healing chemical can start to show up and again, heal you from the inside out. They are healing waters. So again, if you are on planet earth, You've experienced some hurt. There's no way to avoid this. There's no way to get away from it. And I think we came here to experience feelings. I think when we're on the other side of this veil, it's all bliss. It's all peace. It's all love. So we do come here to experience the contrast. We do come here to experience duality. It's not the enemy. And it's when we try to avoid or deny aspects of this reality that we'll suffer. Neurosis is caused by avoiding legitimate suffering. Most people don't want to feel their pain. Most people move away from pain. And, and that is kind of how we're wired. It takes a more evolved soul to say, you know what? I really need to feel my feelings. I really need to allow and express what is going on for me. And we want to do it in a way that is safe and supported. So if you do have unexpressed grief, do find a, a trusted friend or a counselor to create that space where you can have a conversation. I think we heal so much when we are witnessed. When we're not just telling our stories because we want pity, but because we want to deeply heal. When people come to me, I know it's vital to listen to their stories so that they can be met with compassion. So they can be witnessed with that sense of acceptance and empathy and love. And the intention with this work for me as a counselor is to be able to help people 
see themselves through the eyes of empathy and compassion. Because even though others can see us with empathy or compassion, if we don't feel it form within ourselves, the healing can't happen because the healing doesn't happen from the outside in. We have to authentically be able to bring love and compassion to the places inside that hurt. It's almost like being able to see ourselves through the eyes of a, a kind and compassionate friend. To be, able, to be able to see our stories somewhat objectively, to remember back to the time when things happened that were really confusing or really unfair or unjust, and be able to say, you know what, this really hurts and I'm so sorry you're having to go through this. I wouldn't wish this on anyone and I'm so sorry you're having to feel this right now. And then also be able to give those encouraging um, messages. You know what, you're going to get through this. You're a good soul, you're a good girl, you're a good boy and you're going to get through this and you're going to be stronger. You're more beautiful than you know. You're more precious than you can possibly comprehend right now and you're going to get through this. Everything's going to be okay. To be able to be our own cheerleader as we feel our feelings, I think is such an important part of our expanding in consciousness process. And I think as we express our feelings, we start to become clearer. We can start to ascend naturally. We don't have to be the seeker so much as we are carried on this wave of grace. So, of course, the other emotion that can be very challenging to deal with is anger. And it is another vital and very important emotion that we need to give credence to. And again, stuffing our anger, it's, um, it can be very detrimental to us on a lot of levels. So a lot of times when I see people acting out of proportion, be it rage or um, intense hurt, it's because there's a line of energy going back to an earlier time in our lives. Most of us have experienced, you know, undignified situations and, and betrayals. And if we don't express it, then it's sort of like we stuff all this stuff in a backpack and we're carrying it around. And say somebody cuts you off in traffic and you get really, really outraged. It's a little out of proportion for what's going on. It's because there's a line of energy that's going back to an earlier time in our life or perhaps many times in our life where um, we were cut off, for example. And now we're carrying so much hurt in that arena. Anything that comes close to that wound provokes an intense and um, out of proportion reaction. So yeah, I had a lot of stuffed anger as well, a lot of grief and anger. And I do believe it's true, beneath anger is hurt and beneath hurt is love. And most of us are more comfortable expressing either hurt or anger. It's the rare person who's really comfortable that hasn't done a lot of work in expressing all of their emotions. So in regards to anger, for me, I found it very helpful to take a few kickboxing classes and to allow that energy to move. Anger can be almost like a life force. 
So um, the suppressed tears caused a lot of depression. And you see this with people that are lethargic or dealing with a lot of um, heaviness in their life. Getting in touch with the anger can almost be like a fire coming in to dry up the swamp. So they're both really vital and important emotions and actually tools on this planet. Anger happens as um, information when we experience a boundary invasion. Anger is an appropriate emotion a lot of the times. But again, if we aren't in touch with our anger, if we don't have a healthy relationship with it, and we don't speak up for ourselves, perhaps we allow more boundary invasions than is good for us. And then eventually, perhaps we explode in rage. We yell at the driver in front of us, or we go out of proportion with a small thing like the straw that breaks the camel's back. So again, just becoming aware of this can be very helpful in our healing process. Maybe it doesn't have to get to that point. So again, for me, another thing that I like to do with my anger is something called free form writing or freestyle writing. If you're feeling a lot of um, energy and you're just not sure what to do with yourself, get out some loose leaf paper or a notebook where you can tear the pages out and just allow yourself to start writing whatever is present within yourself. I'm feeling angry and it, it, you just let it go. You just let it flow. And you don't have to finish one thought before you start writing about the next one. Because this isn't something you're going to want to read or share with anyone else. When you're done with this process and you know you're done when you're just feeling um, more calm, more of a sense of peace, when you're not feeling that, um, that energy of agitation or irritation or anger, you just write it out, and when you come to a place of peace, you take the paper, and you can either tear it up into little pieces as a ceremony, or you can maybe do a burning. Of course, you want to take all precautions to make sure that you're safe. I've often put um, pieces of paper in a pie tin in the sink and um, burn them that way, or Imagine I put them in a strainer and rinse them and let them get really wet and ball them up and throw them away. And um, it is a way of really clearing the energy within. And again, if emotions come up while you're doing this, allow, allow them, allow the tears to come up. Another thing I would do when I would feel the anger is um, I have a plastic bat. And you can also use a portion of a, a rubber hose if you cut up pieces of a rubber hose and I would beat the bejeebas out of a pillow in my bedroom. And because I lived in a condo, I would put um, a pillow over my mouth and I would yell. And I wouldn't always know what I was gonna say. I would just allow it to come up. And um, there was one situation that was provoked by virtue of me seeing um, my ex-fiance on television. He was, he was a well-known actor and he was doing an interview and he was talking about his life and, you know, talked about his childhood and went from one relationship to the next. And I, there was no, no mention of me, of course, that makes perfect sense. He was married and there was no reason to mention me. But what it brought up for me was that I didn't matter, that I was invisible. So I went to my bedroom and I got my plastic bat out and my pillow and I started beating it and I started crying. And at first it started 
that I was just angry at him. But as I went deeper, some of what started coming up was this question, what about me? What about me? What about me? And it was a question that I'd had really stuffed down deep somewhere inside of me for my father. My parents had gotten divorced when I was eight or nine, and I felt really forgotten by my dad. And then as I went deeper and kept saying, what about me? It was my question for God. I felt very abandoned and unseen and unloved by my creator. And I think really if any of us, or maybe if all of us go deep enough, this is an essential and core wounding. My teachers would say, all of our pain, all of our pain comes from our perceived disconnection from God. And as I allowed my pain to bubble up, that is where I ended up. It is incredibly painful to feel disconnected from love, to feel unseen, unheard, unimportant, to feel forgotten. It is an intense heartbreak, and many of us do whatever we can to avoid digging that deep and acknowledging that hurt. So by giving credence to our tears and our anger and our hurts, if we get to this place where we're on our knees and having that authentic conversation with God, I think that's when God can start to really show up more fully in our lives. When we can start to have compassion, authentic compassion for ourselves and our stories, that's when we can start to have compassion for this human adventure. And all of us are worthy of immense compassion. Another quote that I love, I think it was by Ram Das. the only emotion left for the fully realized human being is infinite, unbearable compassion. And again, once we can accept this for ourselves, we become a more compassionate presence in the world. And that ripple effect is profound. That was the energy of Mother Teresa. That is the energy of the Dalai Lama. Compassion and joy. Their hairs breadth apart. And as we bring compassion to ourselves and to the world, we can bring heaven to earth. This is a temporary state, this perceived disconnection from God. And it is a blessing and it can feel like a curse, but it is a gift. And if we can see it for what it is, we can enjoy it more fully and show up in a more present and authentically congruent way. And it's how we can uplift this planet, bring heaven to earth, thin the veils before we go home. Some spiritual teachers will say, we, we do this thing to be separate from God so that we can appreciate our true nature when we go home, back home to God. So while we're here, let's experience every color of the rainbow, every color on the palette, from the anger to the grief, to the, to the fears and to the tears. And as we embrace and accept this reality, rather than resist it, we can open to a more flowing, graceful, open relationship with that something greater. We can live on earth as we live in heaven.
And I want that for you. And that is the journey of the hero. And as this has been the journey that I've been on. And I'm so, so, so grateful for all of it, for the hurts and the tears and the fears, because now I, I'm in a place of greater peace. I am on higher ground. I am above the cloud line where despite what many people would see as a treacherous planet with doom and gloom and storms, I perceive the full spectrum. I see rainbows. I see blue skies. And I see you. And I celebrate you. I acknowledge your journey, your path, your hurts. And I also acknowledge your courage and your strength for saying yes to this human experience. You are the child in whom God is well pleased. And you're doing better than you know. You are exquisite. You are precious. You are important. And I hope to hear from you. I hope some of these tools I've shared with you can support you in clearing and healing and in your ascension so that you can truly celebrate the amazing being that you are and celebrate your connection with the divine, with the universe, and with our fellow human brothers and sisters and soul siblings. Be in touch with me, TammyBPhD at gmail.com. Go to my website. Come talk to me on Facebook. Know that I'm holding you in my heart, in my meditations, and in my prayers. God bless you. Onward and upward. Bye for now.